Today we are wrapping up our Easter series, Love Lives. With that in mind, here's something to ponder. The love of God is missional. You're probably wondering what that means. It means God loves us for who we are. But God also wants us to share in his love by going out and joining in his mission, which is to share his love and tell others of his love for them. That's why we've been saying love lives. God wants his love to continue to live in us by sharing his love. Today we celebrate the ascension of the Lord when Jesus ascends up into heaven. And we read about that missional love of God as he sends his disciples out into the world to share his love, the message of his love. And with the ascension, with his sending that we read about, something entirely new is introduced. Let's not take this new thing for granted. You know how we can take certain things for granted today that we're familiar with, but it's hard to appreciate when they were new, when they were first introduced. For example, we take automobiles for granted today. It's hard to imagine the time when we did not have cars. Before the Transcontinental Railroad was completed in 1869, it took five weeks to cross the United States if you survived it. With the railroad, crossing the USA was reduced to one week. Now with flight, it's four to five hours. How about this? Do you remember when bottled water was first introduced? People were saying, why would you buy water? Now we're buying regular water, sparkling water, flavored water, spiked seltzer water, all kinds of stuff. We buy all sorts of water. Bottled water and improvements to transportation changed our world, and we take them for granted today. The instruction with which Jesus sends out his disciples required a new way of thinking and behaving. It was the introduction of something that would change their worlds. It would challenge their assumptions and expectations in a big way. For the last few weeks in this series, Love Lives, we spoke about Jesus' profound love and that he was killed for being so loving. Sometimes love can really hurt, but three days later, Jesus rose up from the grave. He appeared to individuals, small groups, and great crowds. Today, we heard about one of these appearances. He appears to his apostles and tells them not to leave, not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait. Sometimes, we oversimplify and misrepresent God's ability to speak to us. We tend to think that the only instruction God gives in our lives is go, you know, go do this and go do that. He told Abraham to go. He told Moses to go. If God is speaking, he's telling us to go, we tend to think. But God can say more than a few words. God can instruct us in a number of ways. And here his instruction is to stay and wait. So if you're trying to discern God's will for your life, I just want you to know that God doesn't ever tell people just to go. Your instruction might be to stay or wait or something else entirely. Jesus tells his disciples to stay and wait for the Holy Spirit to come. Then they ask Jesus a very interesting question. Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? A word, a key word here is kingdom. The mission he's telling them about is the mission to help build the kingdom of God. Jesus specifically used the word kingdom many times throughout his ministry. However, they don't entirely understand what he means. The word kingdom was confusing to them and it can be confusing to us. We think of a kingdom and we think of kings and queens, a physical territory, potentially with walls and boundaries and stuff. 
But that's not what Jesus meant when he used the word kingdom. It's not a physical kingdom, but a spiritual kingdom. God's kingdom is anywhere God rules and reigns, namely in our hearts and over our lives. God wants to bring his kingdom into your life. He wants to be the king of your heart. However, the apostles were still expecting a physical kingdom because they asked, are you going to restore the kingdom at this time? Remember, the land was ruled by the Romans. The apostles are looking for some magic trick. They're asking Jesus if he's going to introduce some sweeping change and overthrow the Roman oppressive rule. They thought Jesus would do this suddenly, and they thought God's mission only included Israel. After all, for hundreds and hundreds of years, Israel had been chosen. They were God's chosen people. The way God operated was that the Jews were to follow him, and because they did, they were to succeed and thrive, and everyone else, well, not so much. This is how the apostles are thinking anyway. Jesus tells them, it's not for you to know the times of seasons that the Father established, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. What he's doing here is he flips their expectations with his reply, for the kingdom is spiritual and not physical, and who's going to do it? You are. And most of all, don't miss this. Jesus says, I'm going to spell this one out for you. Who's it going to include? Everyone. Yes, everyone. Starting in your own city, extending and going to the ends of the earth. This is so hard for us to appreciate how challenging this would have been to hear. But Jesus tells them how his kingdom is going to be. So what does that mean for us here today? Church is not about a building, it's about people. Church is a growing movement of God's love in God's people, you and me. Don't take the movement for granted like we take transportation and bottled water for granted. The movement is live and real. We are church, the body of Christ, a movement. Church, you and I, are for the world, not just for other church people. Who is sent? You are. So, church, we have to remember how all this started, what we are a part of. The kingdom of God is supposed to be a growing spiritual movement of God's love because love lives. This is what we want you to know. Jesus has risen and he lives. And now his love is supposed to live on in us. You, church, are a spiritual movement. You are a growing spiritual movement of God's love that exists for the entire world. God's love is missional because we are sent on a mission by Jesus for love, to share God's love and let people know they are loved by God. God the Father sent his Son, and the Son, Jesus, sends you. This is what we want you to do. Join the movement called church. Be the movement through three conversations which start today. If you already have been through three conversations, keep the movement moving by bringing someone else. Our three conversations will take place this Sunday, right after 9.30 a.m. Mass and 11.30 a.m. Mass. They'll be face-to-face over in the Parish Life Center. And then this Wednesday, we'll be face-to-face in the Parish Life Center at 6 p.m. And uh, online also at 6 p.m. This Wednesday, meaning Wednesday, let's see, May 19th, they'll start. 
So that'll be uh, on Sunday the 16th, May 16th, and then Wednesday, May 19th, we'll be kicking off another round of three conversations. Join that movement. Be part of the movement. Bring someone. I encourage you and I challenge you. Join the movement. Don't just go to church. Come on. Be church.